and uh, John John Johnny Carson. Ah, Johnny Carson. Ah. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you people hear that last night here in Las Vegas, thieves broke into the police department and stole all their toilet seats? So far, the, the police have nothing to go on. That's a typical Carson joke. Corny. And celebrity interviews live from the grotto with Greg Hanna. Greg, how are you? And I, I'm just telling you right now, I'm so excited about this guest. And because I guess because I like to impersonate people, that's probably one of them. And I was just with Jim Meskimen and Jim said hello to you, uh, Rich. So I wanted to tell you that. But I'm ex first excited to welcome my co-host, Greg Hanna. Greg, how are you? Doing fantastic. Great to see you, Neil. And I'm so excited to speak with uh, Mr. Rich here. Yes, I'm with Rich Little, the legendary Rich Little, and Jim Meskimen said uh, uh, hello, and I'm so honored to have you on, Rich. Thanks for stopping by. And how did it all start as a comedian? What What do you think was the first beginning process for you? Was it what What kind of was your iconic type of comedy starting out in your career? Um, I started imitating teachers at school. And I knew this was going to be my lifetime work because it wasn't long before the teachers were charging a two drink minimum and a cover charge. <laughs> so how upset were they getting at you when you would? You well, would... if, you know, when I imitated the teachers, when they would ask me a question, I would answer them. And it was usually the wrong answer in their voice. And that's what upset them. <laughs> I have a great one. I'm going to do a shout out to the late sister Anita uh, in, in high school. She would always come in and try to scare all the athletes. Biology. And she had to talk like this. And yeah, I started in the beginning. Sounds like Julia Child, huh? Oh, I, I, <laughs> I try to do my Julia Child voice. You know, first you do this. and you, But I'm not here. For, Rich is the expert. Well, let's go, Greg, to the next question. How, how do you make an apple turnover? Just give it one hell of a push. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rich, you got to go from that to uh, Chef Ramsay now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't think I've heard him talk, but I've certainly eaten his food. Yeah, pretty amazing out in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Um, so I have a question for you. So which was your favorite show? If we go way back, you know, back on you know, talk show interviews, uh, you know, Johnny Carson show, you know, probably you've been on Letterman, I'm sure, uh, a bunch of times. What was your favorite and what's different between, you know, those days on TV versus versus today? Well, um, you know, back in the 70s, we had a lot of variety shows and uh, that was great for me. I, we don't have any of those anymore. I, I would say my favorite show that I did in the 70s was the Julie Andrews show because Julie sang mostly and uh, I did a lot of the comedy with Ale Alex Ghost Ghostman um, and uh, the two of us did uh, most of the comedy on that show. And uh, that was a fun show to do. Um, the Dean Martin roasts were fun to do, although a lot of pressure. And uh, hosting the Tonight Show, which I did 32 times. Yeah. yeah wow. That's probably where I remember you the most. What years were you hosting the Tonight Show? Um, back in the 70s, um, 
and uh, you know, I appeared on the show uh, an awful lot, but I hosted it 32 times, and um, that that was a lot of pressure because uh, it was live, and uh, everybody watched the Tonight Show. You know, uh, I would say doing the Dean Martin roast on the Tonight Show is the most pressure I ever had. Uh, doing the Dean Martin roast, uh, there was so much pressure because you were performing in front of the the greats of show business. You know, were sitting next to you. And um, that was a bit uh, <laughs> nerve wracking, I'll tell you. But, um, you know, I've had a pretty good career. I can't complain about anything, really. And I'm still healthy. You know, I thank God I didn't get those COVID shots. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's a different show and another show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't, didn't get the shots. But I got COVID, so I've got natural immunity, so I'm I'm pretty safe, actually. You know. No, that's great, fantastic. Just a quick aside: I was speaking to a new uh, employee yesterday, and he was excited because he had his second or third booster. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I know about six people who have died getting those shots. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it depends. Uh, so it's good for some people and not for other people. So it uh, it's a mixed bag. It really is. It's a mixed bag when you get COVID or not COVID and what type of strain. That's the other problem, you know. Exactly. You know, yeah. Your immunity and if you were worn down in a specific time. So it all it's just like the flu. Some people I never got a flu shot ever. And no, I don't think you should get a flu shot. I mean, you don't know what's in it. You know, that's the thing about getting a shot of uh, you, you really don't know uh, what the effect's going to be, you know, and uh, a flu shot could be dangerous maybe it maybe it isn't you know it's it's a, as i say it's a mixed bag it really is good greg next question please. yeah completely um so you told us how you got started uh with impressions and with your teachers and all um later on in your career let's say maybe within the last uh, 10 15 years or so what what are you now looking back thinking is your favorite like impressions or two to do consistently well, there's a number of uh, people that I imitate that are my favorites. Um, I've got Jim, Jim, Jimmy Stewart is, is, is one of them. And, uh, and Jack Benny is another, you know. And uh, John, John, Johnny Carson. Ah, Johnny Carson. Ah, <laughs> okay. Uh, did you people hear that last night here in Las Vegas, thieves broke into the police department and stole all their toilet seats. So far, the, the police have nothing to go on. That's a typical Carson joke. Corny, and, corny. <laughs> and Rich, because of, as, a, as the comedian with impersonating people through comedy, HBO was big for you too, wasn't it, Richard? Back in the yeah, yeah. Yeah, HBO was great for me. I did uh, A Christmas Carol where I played all the parts and that won an Emmy and was shown on um, um, HBO, I think, uh, oh gosh, for about uh, six or seven years, six or seven Christmases in a row. Wow. And, um, that, that was great. I did Robin Hood the same way where I played all the parts. Those were fun shows to do. Wow. Yeah, That's I fantastic. remember you also having comedy specials on HBO as well, right? Yeah, I had a couple of comedy specials on HBO, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing uh, what HBO yeah. branding when it was like one of the first cable channels coming out and especially paid cable or a, pay, a paid channel 
before the days of the OTT networks that you see today and that anyone that kind of had their rise to the top in certain ways, HBO, people never forget. I don't know why. I guess because not everyone had HBO. It was the coolest thing in the world to go watch HBO. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I still watch HBO. You know, I'm a, I'm a big movie buff. I really am. I, I watch most movies on the buff. Um, and um, uh, you know, I, uh, I watch a movie almost every day. You know, I, 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 that's how I got into doing impressions. I was such a, uh, a great movie fan and uh, loved movie actors and um, I wanted to be them. So the best way to do that was to imitate them. That's what I did. Very, very cool. I've What's got a book. Uh, I've got a book um, that's being re-released called People I Have Known and Been. Um, wow. It's not a biography. It's just funny things that have happened uh, with me and celebrities down through the years. And, um, you know, I don't know whether you know this or not, but I, I'm, I'm an artist. I, I do a lot of sketches and, uh, you know, do a lot of... Uh, Portraits, there's one of uh, oh wow, yeah. George Bush uh, Senior, and uh, you know there's so much, so many people that I uh, drew, and uh, here's a guy that I really admired was Don Rickles. Yeah, I think Don was the funniest man I've ever seen in my life. I don't think there was anybody funnier than Don Rickles. He had a mind that was unbelievable. You know, loved him. You've met so many celebrities. You're a celebrity yourself. You're iconic. But that's one of the parts of this, the stories, as you said in this book, of meeting celebrities, presidents, really high-level people. How did you, I mean, you are that kind of iconic. How did you deal with that and understand that when you meet those people that are even bigger? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's probably the biggest enjoyment I ever got out of show business was the people I've met and worked with, you know. I mean, when I was a kid growing up, I, I just idolized Jimmy Stewart and I didn't realize that within uh, five or six years, uh, I would be uh, working with him and got to know him quite well. And that happened with a lot of people that I admired. Jack Benny was another one I got to really know well. And George Burns and, uh, you know, so many of, of the people that I admired. I mean, it's, you know, you can, you can admire somebody from afar, but, you know, to meet them and work with them is really incredible that that happened to me. And um, I used to pinch myself and I, you know, I still do that. I was so fortunate to know so many of the greats. And if you go and see my show, I'm still performing. I'm at the Tropicana hotel. Uh, I've been there for six years and um, I perform Thursday through Sunday at six 30 in the laugh factory. And um, that that's great for me to keep working at my age, you know, it gets, uh, it's, uh, it's good for my, uh, my, my, um, my brain, you know, and, uh, keeps, keeps me active and, um, hopefully keeps me young, you know, but, but you, as George Burns once said, get all rich, you gotta have a reason to get out of bed in the morning or get into bed. One or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I'm such a huge fan of George Burns, especially the God movies. They were the best. They, they were the best. Oh my goodness. You're giving me memory after memory. And that's the thing about being able to people that have passed away to continue to have their voice live on. That's gotta be powerful, isn't it? Rich? Yeah, George Burns once said to me, he said, Rich, you know, you do me so good. In fact, it's so great that I thought when I passed away, 
They should have buried you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's excellent. I loved him and I love Jack Benny too. Jack Deck was a sweetheart. He had no ego, Jack Benny at all. He was just a regular guy. And, uh, you know, when, when you were with him, I felt that way about Reagan, too. I got to know uh, President Reagan quite well. And um, I, I never felt like I was with anybody really that important because he was just such a natural person to be with and had a great sense of humor. And um, one time at the White House, Reagan did some impressions for me. <laughs> Can you believe this? That's oh, fantastic. Yeah, he's an actor, yeah. right? He was an actor. So. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he was an actor. Yeah, well, I guess he was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Richard, a couple of up something, you know. That, you know, uh, one time I said to him, I said, you know, I'm such a movie buff. And I was reading somewhere that you were the first choice, Mr. President, to play Rick in Casablanca. Is that true? And he said to me, no, that's not true. I wanted to play the, the Ingrid Bergman part. <laughs> I wanted to play Ingrid Bergman's role in the Casablanca. But I think that is, that is true. He was considered uh, to um, play Rick in Casablanca, I think, uh, before they gave it to Humphrey Bogart. That, that's a true <laughs> story. Yeah. So, so Rich, I got to ask you, what, what did you and... Uh... President Reagan do during his inauguration that got Betty Davis a little ticked off. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's a long story, but it's funny. I uh, I, I phoned up uh, Betty Davis to ask her why she didn't come to the inauguration, and uh, I did it as Jimmy Stewart putting her on, <laughs> and uh, she really thought it was Jimmy calling. And then when she asked me something personal, I, I couldn't answer it, and I had to say to her say to her, I'm sorry, uh, Miss Davis, but uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not Jimmy Stewart. I'm, uh, I'm Rich Little. And she swore at me and hung up. <laughs> and then we told Reagan about it, what, what I did. And he said, let's get her on the phone and I'll straighten this out. So uh, Reagan uh, got on the phone and uh, phoned up Betty Davis and said, hello, Bet, this is President Reagan calling. And uh, she said, go to hell, Rich Little, and hung up. <laughs> <laughs> True story. True story. Actually, it was a little, str little stronger than that, but I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a family show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We try to make it family, Greg. Now, here's the thing. Um, when you talk about all the different presidents that you can do, and you continue to is that one of your major fortes? Do you get to meet everyone of no. the presidents because you can do that? Have you met? Yeah, I've, I've met a lot of presidents and imitated a lot of presidents. And um, I'm doing Biden at the moment. Boy, he's written me a lot of great material. I'm having a lot of fun with him. He's sort of Mr. Magoo, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so have I you met him? Of... Rich, have you met him? What? Have you met President Biden? No, no, I haven't. No, I, I, I don't think I want to. No, no. Yeah. If you could see what I'm doing with him in my act, I don't think he'd want to meet me. <laughs> well, let's, hear, let's hear some material. Maybe, I, 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 maybe, I, maybe you wouldn't know who I was, you know. I don't. <laughs> anyway, he's a great subject, you know. Hey, man, you chumps out there. I want you to know that President Harris and myself are doing the work of three people, Curly, Moe, and Larry. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think he'd like that. No, I. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's, let's uh, go away from politics because I'm not going to try to get in trouble, Rich, because this is not that show. I do other shows like that, and I have to stop. Uh, let's kind of. No, what do you think when you think about your legacy? You want people to remember you most by? Um, well, that I brought a little enjoyment into their life, and they forgot their troubles, uh, you know, for an hour or so. And um, you know, basically, that's that's it. That um, make people laugh is a, is a great thing. You know, I'm I'm, I'm doing an article tomorrow about uh, the Queen that nobody knows that. Uh, Queen Elizabeth did impressions. Oh. And I asked Charles, I met um, the future King um, Charles uh, years and years ago at, at a dinner in Ottawa, Canada. And I asked him about that. And he said that uh, his mother did impressions. Isn't that amazing? Wow. And I said to him, well, who does she do? And, and he said, she does Catherine Hepburn and she does, um, um, I forget a couple of English movie movie stars and a couple of um, uh, ladies in waiting and um, and uh, and uh, and a and the cook at Balmoral Castle, you know. And I thought that was interesting that the that the Queen actually did did impressions, which just doesn't seem to make sense to me because she doesn't seem the type, does she? No, she doesn't. <laughs> you check her biography from the show on um, the show on Netflix. The crown, you would yeah. see her younger days that she was very, very uh, out of the box, kind of like Diana, in a lot of ways. She yeah. was not the normal royalty. It's amazing how she changed in so many ways. But if you look back at her time before becoming queen, and the story, that's probably the best season of the crown is first season and second season. I couldn't get through it past that, which I started falling asleep. Well, no, because the 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 um... The gal that played the the younger Queen Elizabeth what really looked like her, right? You know, and uh, later on, um, it, it wasn't quite as good, was it? Because I forget the name of the gal that played her, but she boy, she was a dead ringer for her. Wow, mm. that was incredible. But it's a good series. It's a very good series. It is, but to learn more about who she is, and that's very very important. Well, I met her twice. I met her twice, and. Um, and uh, and when I did meet her, she shook my hand and she said to me, I like impersonators. So that kind of backed up my story that Prince Charles told me that she did impressions because she said, I like impersonators, you know, but but I guess there's no record of the queen ever doing impressions, you know, which would be incredible to see, wouldn't it? Could you yeah. imagine Queen Elizabeth doing Joan Rivers or something? <laughs> <laughs> you that never know. Great. Behind closed doors, what certain people do. <laughs> well, Charles said to me that she she did impressions for members of the family at, at parties and things like that. So she never did him any impressions publicly at all. You know, so so there's no record at all of her doing any impressions. All right. Now, Greg, what do you remember most about Rich? I'm interested in knowing that. Because again, I remember HBO for sure. I remember the Tonight Show. I remember the the most iconic, you know, doing different presidents and stuff like that. And just the Rich Little is a synonymous for comedy. And well, you know, it's interesting because my audience are older people because they know who Jack Benny is and George Burns and John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart. 
But younger people, um, you know, unless they're interested in the past, they have no idea who I'm doing. You know, sometimes I have some young people in the audience, they're laughing at the jokes, but they're not really knowing who I'm impersonating. I had a 15 year old kid sitting down in front the other night and he was laughing his head off. And I kept thinking, he doesn't know anybody I'm doing. And when the show was over, I called him over and I said, you seem to enjoy my show. He said, Mr. Little, you're hysterical. Oh, I thought it was great, but I was confused. I said, what do you mean you were confused? He said, well, as you were performing, I just wondered why you kept changing your voice. Isn't that great? Uh, he was laughing it, at the uh, jokes. He was laughing at the jokes. Yeah. But he didn't know who I was doing. You know, I've had people come up to me and say to me, I saw your show and the, the best impression you did was the drunk. I said, the drunk? Who the heck's that? That's Dean Martin. <laughs> didn't know who he was. Just thought he, I was doing a drunk. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and well, they know, probably Dean, know who Biden is. Dean, uh, Dean, I knew Dean quite well. Dean did not drink that much. A lot of people think Dean was drunk all the time. He didn't drink really as much as you thought he did. Actually, he spilled most of it, but um, uh, he, um, I, don't, I think in the Rat Pack, I think uh, that Frank and Sammy drank more than Dean did. I had Dean on my show a couple of weeks ago. We had a good conversation. So. Oh, yeah, I like her. She's a great gal. Yeah. What, was it, did, did she say a lot of uh, interesting things on the show? Oh, her stories are amazing. And yeah. definitely, it's just amazing yeah, like to hear the history. He's great. I'm waiting for well, Dean was, documentaries. Uh, Dean was like Johnny Carson. You never already got to know him. You know, uh, they were both. Um, huh? No, I was going to say, are you looking to ever have a documentary out or a movie that'll be about based on your life, Rich? Oh gosh, no, that would put people to sleep. Um, uh, no, I don't think. Uh, wonder, God, if they did a movie on my life, who would play me? <laughs> that you see these movies they happen these netflix series i don't think i don't think there'd be any interest in, in i think so the people you've met your story your background of how you made it as an, as a comedian and become as iconic as you can and all the people you've met that's definitely an opportunity for a movie or a series that's my take but I'll, yeah but who's going to play all the people that i've met you know that's what cgi is for <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, All right, so that's Rick. crazy. Yeah, good, Greg. But you know, real, real question. Uh, quick, quick question for you. Um, you've had so much experience, uh, such a wonderful career, so much knowledge, so many people you've met. If if you had to boil it down for the listeners of my audience, you know, what's the number one most important thing you've ever learned? That I've ever learned. Yeah. Um, to uh, uh, nice to people, and uh, you know. Um, and then just uh, be a regular guy and, um, you know, try not to, uh, to uh, you know, push people around or, or, or you know, I, I spend hours signing autographs and uh, sometimes it's boring, but I know how important it is, you know. Yeah. It's amazing when you meet people, um, almost every night when I meet people and shake their hand, uh, they, they, they like to tell you, tell you where they saw you last. I saw you at the Soul Soul Theater in 1972. And uh, do you remember me? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I don't know. Did I meet you? No, I was sitting in the audience. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so current projects you have, Rich, you have your, you're performing in Vegas. Anything else yeah. that you got going? You got your book, right? As well. I've got my book, um, uh, my book, um, you know, it's re-released. I, 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 I put it out about uh, six or seven years ago and uh, they didn't promote it very well. So I added a few new chapters and got a new cover for it. And uh, I think you'll find it interesting. Of course, you have to know the people that I'm doing. You know, if, if, you, if you read this book and didn't know any of them, it would be the most boring book you'd ever read. But uh, there's a lot of very funny stories in here because, you know, as you said, I've met so many people and worked with so many of the greats and uh, they're all gone, really. I, I've got a picture in my hallway of um, the Frank Sinatra, uh, Dean Martin roast. And uh, at the end of the roast, we all posed for a picture, the whole cast. And um, I've got this picture and everybody in it is deceased except me. And, and, and Ruth Buzzy, I think she's alive, but uh, everybody else is gone. Wow. You know, so my act is really deceased, you know. Yeah. And that's where you never know when they all come back from these different biographies or different shows with all the streaming networks. Who knows? For sure. You pick up your book on your website or is it available on Amazon anywhere? Yeah, it's from Amazon.com. Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Rich, do you have a place people can follow you and stuff as well? Do I want? Follow you follow you on social media or where can oh yeah 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 you can you can follow me i'm um uh, richlittle.com yeah i'm uh, i'm available for any questions or people want to buy my book or anything you know we appreciate it. when people come to vegas they'll come and see me at the tropicana absolutely i'm gonna have a um, one-on-one -on -one interview with you especially when i hit i want to hit the when i hit vegas that'll be coming soon i'll have to let you know well, vegas is a great little city you know if they if they ever get it finished um it's it's a city of constitution institution and pros, pros, prosperity <laughs> all right we appreciate it rich and greg hannah's at tossc3.com and i'm at neilhaley.com appreciate you guys and that was hey. celebrity interviews live from the grotto thanks again rich appreciate it thank you guys thank All you right. rich Bye -bye. have a wonderful day pleasure